This episode brought to you by the following patrons. Cody, Boezy, Jeremy, Ali, Shining Donut 9 on 1, Nathan, Jennifer with a PH, Libby, Wes, Dreskel, Kaylee, Aaron, Danielle, the number Jeff, Amy, Tia, Dave, Jonathan, Scott, Kate, Isaac, and Karun. And all the patrons want you to know that you are loved, you are listened to, and you're a valuable member of this awesome Horror Virgin community. And if you want to hang out with all of us, do so in the Facebook group or Discord servers where we hang out legit daily. Surprisingly, not that many whale sounds as I was anticipating on this on this movie. The first three minutes are just credits on a black screen with the orca sounds. Oh, I fast forwarded that. You must have, because Mikey <laughs> Messenger said, I'm five minutes in, and this may be my favorite movie we've done this month, except for Jaws 3, and I'm watching it, I'm like, the first five minutes are credits with orca sounds. I 100% fast forwarded through the credits when it was a black screen and just names. I was like, I know you 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very personal fun fact that I'll reveal at some point during this episode. You lost your virginity to Orca? I did not. Holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> no, not the like the movie with the movie on in the background. This movie no. came out a full decade before she was born, at least. Yeah, a full decade before I was born. Todd, there's a thing where you can like watch movies at any time. Wait, what? Is this true? But why would I choose this? Paige, sometimes you don't choose greatness. Greatness chooses you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning into Horror Virgin. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your Horror Virgin Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but this time Mikey didn't make us watch one because we watched Orca. Orca. All right, so this is clearly the first time I've seen this movie. Have you guys seen it before? This is my first time seeing it all the way through. I'd seen sections of it before. I saw it as a child. Mm. So I remember parts, bits and pieces of it, but I don't remember, like, I look at movies with, with such a different lens than I do that I did as a child, obviously, because I'm not playing Legos during it. I was about to say, because you're not playing with your toys yeah like you're yeah. actually watching them yeah i had like the lego boat i had a, a lot of my underwater horror movie stores go back stories go back to lego so i had like the lego boat and like the under like the underwater legos and then like they would come with sharks and stuff and you'd be like oh this movie's cool i'm gonna reenact like play legos about this <laughs> that's how i am in therapy now like do you have lego i'm gonna play legos about my feelings about this <laughs> mikey i feel like you were criminally under supervised as a child that is how you end up with a Mikey. You put a Mikey <laughs> in front of a TV and let him raise himself with television and Legos. Yeah, I feel like my opposite version is you have a very attentive parent who also likes Total Recall and Predator and is like, <laughs> let's watch this together. <laughs> my mom likes horror movies like this. Okay, so uh, re-watching it today, I really like did. There's a lot of hesitation in your voice though Like that sounds like you didn't really Really like it I didn't think it was scary but I did think it was Really interesting because Paige Texts us and she's like I'm rooting for the whale Yeah absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, I am the whale Is the hero but the movie sets it Up where you're kind of supposed to Root for the whale and yeah. like it may, They make some interesting choices Making this movie as like a I'm sure It came off as like a Jaws ripoff we'll talk About it in fun facts yeah I mean it absolutely Does at the end of the movie the orca like lays on the ice so he's up and falling down like Quint and you think he's gonna eat him but he doesn't yeah if he eats him like that that is a straight up a Jaws ripoff but no he then fishtails him out of the water to his death question mark blunt force trauma <laughs> but yeah I mean I was also rooting for the orca I was like oh this movie's about like 
a killer animal that just like wreaks havoc on any habitat that it comes across. And then I realized that that animal is not the orca. It is the man. Yes. I thought this movie did a really interesting like balance beam act of trying to hold empathy and sympathy for the whale and the fisherman the whole time. Yeah, yeah it does. That. interesting. And I think that's the most interesting part, like him losing his family and pregnant wife. Oh, you think that's true? There's a flashback of it in the movie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but I thought at first he was just trying to sleep with her. And then like, he's like, Zoning out knowing this orca's trying to kill him And he's like god dang it he loved his Family more than I loved mine I was like this Movie is so dark (laughs) It's dark as fuck Jake had Seen this a number of times I had Only seen sections of it and Jake watching it with me this morning Was like I as As a child as a younger person watching this Movie really ascribed a lot More villainy to him And didn't really notice How affected he is by what He's done to the whale Where it's like once he realizes what he's done, it fucks him up a bit. He feels bad about it. He takes his life, I think, in in this movie. Like, I, I feel like his goal is to get that or follow that whale wherever that whale wants to go. And then let that whale kill him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It was just like a really interesting balancing act. Like as a as a viewer, I don't think I've seen a horror movie that balances like you're rooting for both. And you're like, man, look at these creatures hell bent on revenge. They're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought the whale was <laughs> hilarious. I mean, like filming it like a slasher where he's like, now I'm under your house and I know what <laughs> I'm doing. Yeah. Is hilarious. I know exactly how support beams work. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I know which pipes hold gasoline, and I know how to make a lamp fall off the counter Uh to light the whole pier on fire. It was insane. Although, that's the part of the movie I liked. I I largely found this whole movie very boring and hard to watch. Really? Yeah. I fucking loved it. No, it was so slow. It's paced pretty rough. Yeah, but that's very common in 70s movies. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. All the way up to the point where the baby popped out of her stomach in a way that. Yeah. Was... All the way up to that point, I was like, holy shit, this movie is nuts and I'm here for it. And then after that, I was like, oh, this is super slow and sort of boring. Okay. Hear me out. I think okay. that that orca was in an abusive relationship with the main orca. And that's why she threw herself against the propeller at the beginning of the movie. No. Jesus, I... Mikey. Oh, God. Mikey. I mean, I'm, I don't know the ins and outs of orca relationships, but. But I will say, by the way, I'm just going to I'm going to add Orca to every fucking thing I can in this episode. But I will say he did seem he being the Orca male did seem very committed to his almost family, like his wife, at least. Would you call him his wife? I'm going to call it a wife. They mate for life. Right. So wife. Uh, I think you mean Orca wife. Yeah. Or Well, of course, Orca wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a common law Orca relationship. Yeah. I think you have Mm -hmm. to be swimming in the same pod for seven years. Right. It depends on what years. I think that's common law Orca. Yeah. So they're common law Orca married. Yeah. And I think that the reason that was their first kid is because they had the plan of like, listen, we married young. Let's see the world and then have a baby. Right. I kind of wish that in the real world, sea life was what this movie deposits it to be. You mean posits? Posits. And deposits. Because when that lady drops that rock and that shark's like, there's a fucking lady dropping a rock over there and I heard it. I was like, this is the kind of horror sea movie I want. I honestly think that shark at the very beginning is the best actor in this film. Like you see it in his eyes when that rock drops and he's like, oh, I'm going to go kill that thing. (laughs) No, he's like, it's a woman who is a scuba diver Because in this world, all sea life is super, like, sentient And I'm down for that 
I mean, sea life is way more intelligent than we give it credit for most of the time. Yeah, octopi are like super smart too. Yes, but I wish it was like, but I just wish they were like, let's destroy the gas station so they can't come out on the water. You know, like that kind of smart. Like oh, yeah. species war kind of smart. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Let me man. just make sure I under fully understand. So you're saying that what you want is for the orcas and octopuses or whatever to rise up against humanity so we now have to fight species in the water. Yeah, we got Jason Momoa. We'll be 100%. fine. 100%. Do you guys not want this life? No, I don't want that, Mikey. I mean, I already don't like the ocean. Wow, I thought you guys were like liberal or whatever. If they had like platoons of sea creatures like attacking beaches, I would be out even more out. I mean, yeah. all you got to do is like stay out of the water. I mean, what is this, Jaws? You can't just steal <laughs> another movie's tagline and say it in I the Orca episode. <laughs> I mean, the tagline of this movie all you got to do is not kill the pregnant wife of an orca. doesn't roll off the tongue as well. It doesn't. It really does not. Yeah. It doesn't, but it is a lot more common sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paige, what did you think about the movie? I'm torn because, like Mikey, I did think it was better than I expected it to be because I expected bonkers madness. And instead, I got a very dark emotional story about the nature of grief for both man and beast. And, like, that's wild but unfortunately in going after that more emotional story it does slow the movie down quite a bit even though it comes in at a quick 92 minutes uh i didn't sleep well last night and fell asleep at one point in the movie and jake had to wake me up so yeah and i think some of that is like that 70s style it is yeah, a lot of 70s movies are slow and boring. Well, and, and there are definitely sections of this movie where they're focusing a long time on something we probably didn't need to sit that long with. So, like, when he pushes the female orca all the way to the beach, that's almost 10 minutes yeah. of just, like, beach, beach, pods, orcas, whatever. And you're just like, I'm already upset, and now I'm having to watch this go on and on and on yeah. and there's a million and a half speeches of like the nature of grief and like can animals feel grief and after like the third one you're like no i get it he wants to be killed by that whale yeah. <laughs> like can we get to it so i'm i'm torn i i like it's not bad i'd probably watch it again but like i do think you could have done a tighter edit of it and added more scares or added more story points that are a little more exciting and still kept the emotional core and i think it would have been better personally i think the only way you could get me to watch this again is if we were playing some sort of like drinking game quote unquote where every time they use the exact same shot of the orca breaching out of the water and falling oh. into the water again you had to like remove a layer of clothing or take a shot or something like that because that would be fun Every time it happened on the screen, I just pictured the whale being like, yay! <laughs> yay! I'm burning the pier down! Yay! yay! Honestly, I will, Paige, say I think I will the go back through and re-edit this whole movie and just add, <laughs> yay! yay! As he's jumping out of the water. <laughs> I will say I think the effects held up. So, Mikey, you said the effects hold up. Do you want to hear my super personal fun fact about this movie? Did you work on the effects for this movie? Hang on. No. So, something that this movie did that Jaws really didn't do is this movie used a lot of live animals and that's why they look so real oh my very God. little of this is animatronic most of these are real whales so animals were hurt in the making of this movie is what you're saying no okay good 
good, 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 good. They like superimposed tank orcas on the ocean film, yes. it looks like. Uh, which I thought was an interesting. Honestly, I think it works. It yeah. still holds up. It looks good. Uh, specifically, those tank orcas were the orcas from Marine World USA really? in California near where I grew up. We used to go all the time. So Paige was like, oh, that's Reggie the Orca. It's Yaka the Whale that I have definitely <laughs> seen in person multiple times. I made up a name and then Paige corrected me because she's on a first name basis with Yaka uh, the Whale. So, so there's two whales. One of them passed away before I was born. So I, I never saw that one. But the other one, Yaka, lived until 1997. And so I actually saw Yaka. Until Animaniacs was canceled. Canceled. <laughs> you have a weird way of telling time. I saw Yaka <laughs> multiple times at Marine World. And like when I read that that's who it, who it was, that's a very strange sentence to say. When I read that that's the whale it was, I immediately had like, you ever like read something and have like an instant crazy flashback where you're like, <gasps> like, I totally remember sitting on the like concrete steps as they were like, give it up for Yaka. And then Yaka would like jump and splash everybody. He would jump and be like, where's my wife? <laughs> Where, well, I believe, I believe Yaka is the female. Okay. I, okay. I might be oh. wrong, but I'm pretty sure Yaka is the female. Um, but Yaka lived at Marine World for like 30 years. And so, yeah, I, I saw Yaka quite a bit. And Yaka is prominently featured in this movie. I didn't realize you knew a movie star, Paige. Yeah. That's very <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, and I believe Yaka plays the main whale, even though Yaka is female. Yaka used to come into Sir Latab quite often. was very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yaka yeah. was super into pastry and patisserie. <laughs> you know what they really love, though, is that like pastry puff. It's just so hard to get in the ocean. Because it's yeah, like, yeah, you can't get it, it wet flakes, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's apart. So, so difficult. I'm actually, I think I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen Yaka many times before Yaka's death. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of interesting for me to find out after I watched a whole movie where I was like, fucking get him, whale. Bite that dude. Yes. Uh, do you want to get into the movie? Yeah. So let's just jump to the movie. Talk about it scene by scene. Let's do it. Yeah. So we have the credits, the black screen, names on the screen with the just fast forward that part. Yeah, honestly, don't even pay attention to it. It's like worthless. It sounds like an Incubus album. <laughs> First off, it absolutely does. Secondly, I dig the hell out of that song they start with whale sounds, though. I think it's called The Warmth. It's a good ass tune. Anyway, that's when I realized that this was a Dino De Laurentiis movie. Which are my <laughs> favorite. They're, even as a child, I knew like if I saw his name, I was like, we're going to pay attention. God, I didn't even realize that. About to be fucking weird. Yeah. And we'll talk about it in Fun Facts because this is a Jaws ripoff. This is him seeing Jaws and being like, find me a bigger fish than Jaws. <laughs> uh, and he, we, I have a direct quote from him from the opening weekend that as the only Italian on this podcast, I will need to read oh. for oh, cultural wow. sensitivity reasons. Uh, <laughs> but we will read it in Fun Facts. Is it? it <laughs> well, it's just Dino De Laurentiis definitely had an accent, and whoever transcribed that quote transcribed it exactly the way he said it, and that makes it way funnier. <laughs> so we'll get to it. Anyway, uh, we open on orcas jumping in the water uh, with a crazy green screen because they did. They have like three or four orca jumps that they just kind of superimpose. Yeah, they do. Sometimes they just like drop in on ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give it up for Yaka! Marine world! <laughs> anyway. They just like photoshopped out the crowd that was there and then yeah. used Yay! that. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> 
we cut to a campsite on the water with a recorder recording whale noises. So this is uh, the professor and she has a microphone down in the water to try and record them singing to each other. Yeah. We cut to her and another diver in a boat. They're trying to retrieve the microphone, but there is a shark there. The diver tries to hide in the reef, but drops a rock. The shark hears it and is just like, well, huh? Human meat? <laughs> It's a real shark, by the way. It absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. I do love it. Like, on the shark's sort of sharky face, you see it go, I'm going to eat that shit so much. (laughs) Fucking snacks. (laughs) They film it like a slasher scene. I know. It is. It (laughs) is. So good. I honestly, I really liked it. That shot of the shark, to me, equaled Jaws. Like, it was the same sort of quality of Jaws. Because Jaws is a lot of animatronics that don't have expressions, that's like that shot and that like express that facial expression is something I wanted in Jaws yes. that I'm kind of mad to, isn't there but it's just that like food <laughs> like yeah hmm? me gonna chew it well cause like <laughs> the shark sees her she hides in the crack then yeah. drops the rock and he's like oh I found you again and I was like oh yeah it's just like that movie don't breathe can I ask what she was gonna do with that rock was she just trying to cover up the crack she, she was, was trying in to with cover the rock? herself okay. up I, yeah, at first yeah, I was yeah. like what are you gonna do throw the rock at the shark underwater like <laughs> as it slowly sails know, like it's not gonna do what you want it to do I think I don't know oh man anyway as they're trying to navigate getting away from the shark and getting back into their smaller boat that they're diving from, there's a larger boat coming through the water coming after the shark. And they put down what I could only describe is a meat anchor because it's definitely an anchor with like a cow rib cage or something on it. <laughs> and they just like chuck it into the water off the back of the boat. Do y'all want to see my uh, meat anchor? No. Is that what you got in that anonymous questionnaire? What's your meat anchor look like? When he's about to be intimate, he always yells, Anchors away! Or just like, you seem like a land hoe. Anchors away! Hoist the main What bothered me about this scene is that port is left on a boat and starboard is right. Oh, I can't even do right and left it's it's a symptom of my adhd so port and starboard is a whole extra hurdle for me left is four word, four letters and so is port that's how i always remembered unless i've remembered wrong but then he's like turn port <laughs> and then that, that boat just takes a 90 degree right turn i'm like bro that you have a terrible crew <laughs> anyway they get out the harpoon they're trying to get the shark but as they're doing that the raft pulls the divers up And one of them, the professor, the one who's been trying to retrieve the microphone, she ends up hopping onto the boat. I don't understand why the other diver doesn't hop into the boat as well. I don't either. The other diver like hangs back in their little small like inner tube boat. It's not like an inner tube, but it's like. It's inflatable. It's an inflatable boat. Yeah. But it's got like a motor on it. He's not like rowing it or anything. But still, I would want out of that dinghy of a boat and uh, get me on the bigger boat. Yeah. And in the boat, uh, she's basically like, what the fuck? are you guys doing out here and they're like you just cost us two hundred and fifty thousand dollars we're hunting that fucking shark and it's a big ass shark and as they're trying to hunt the shark the other smaller boat is following them and the diver falls out of the boat for no reason it seemed like they're like the professor turns back she's like get back in the boat timmy and he's like i'm out of the boat (laughs) (laughs) he's like i don't even know how i ended up here (laughs) um but the shark immediately is like snacks again yeah and changes directions and that close-up of the shark again equally awesome like you see in his face he's like oh it's dinner time yeah it's dinner time 
but who should come out of nowhere with a weird battle scream? <laughs> but it's the orca. And it like it like hits it with its nose and it being the shark. So the orca smacks the shark at like I'm assuming full speed. Like and the shark just flies out of the water. Like it's bonkers. They can really do that. Yeah, orcas oh, no, do yeah, that. No. They, they fling things with their tails and their noses and will batter them to death in midair. <laughs> it's wild. They truly are killing machines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why we call them killer whales. Yeah, they're the terminators of the oceans. Another <laughs> overall thing I loved about this film is I love the, the, the idea of sea life yelling at us about different things. Which they do a lot in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Half the dialogue <laughs> is like, orca screams. <laughs> what? And you're like, what does it say? <laughs> so we cut to the professor giving a presentation about orcas, basically being like, they use us to get things and get what they want. They got tons of teeth, huge ass brain, smarter than man. And also their fetuses have fingers. What? Oh, oh, they do like five fingers. When I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. Most fetuses look the same. It's fine. It's fine. We're going to be fine. We'll just move on. <laughs> I think we might be orca descendants or as I like to call it, orca descendants. Oh, technically, we all have shared descendants with evolution. Does that make sense? Oh, you believe in evolution? That myth, Mikey? I just want to say that it kind of <laughs> looks like a chest burster, but also so do human fetuses a bit. So maybe we're all descended from aliens, which is what the aliens prequels Paige, like. let's save yeah. the chest busting for like three more scenes. We'll get there, Paige. Busting makes me feel good! <laughs> I'm just gonna say that this movie is the worst gender reveal for a whale I've ever seen. <laughs> this gender reveal party is gross and traumatic. Yeah. So anyway, she plays the echolocation audio for them to be like, they actually communicate to each other. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> hey, I'm swimming here. <laughs> so she goes back to the cove where the fishermen from the boat are putting up a net. They're trying to make like a containment area. And she's like, uh, hey, you wouldn't be trying to catch a fucking whale, would you? And they're just like, what? Uh, on the USS Bumpo, you know, the most badass boat name ever. Yeah. We do what we want. I sort of thought that was really funny that the name of the boat was Bumpo because that's all the orca does until it sinks it. Like it just bumps the bottom of it until it, yeah. it goes through it. I don't know. It made me laugh. Well, and also the name of the boat in Jaws is the orca. So like. <gasps> oh, they should have called yeah. this one Shark. Or the Great White. Oh, oh yes. yes. That would have been good. That would have been Although, good. Although there is a boat that the, the orca sinks in the harbor later that's called the Happy happy hour and i was like that's actually pretty funny i got a fun fact because i was reading a lot about the movie during our little production delay and actually they named the boat after his deceased wife oh god she got bumpoed with by that car i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i knew that's what you meant but oh, oh my god oh man um anyway so he's like we're not gonna kill it we're gonna put it in an aquarium but they don't know how to catch a whale they don't understand that the, the hubris of the man and yeah. set in the 70s are yeah. we paying the price for our hubris of science boom boom well she's like do you think this is gonna work with your little plastic little bitty net on this cove to keep a whale yeah. he's like a hundred percent definitely <laughs> but also she's like yo that animal has the right to just be an animal and be left alone like it, this isn't an animal that's been injured and can't be released back into the wild like it's just an animal in the wild Please don't fuck with it. Well, it hasn't been injured yet because he hasn't injured it. Yet. Yeah. He's like, who'd you vote for, Jimmy Carter? <laughs> 
Oh, look at you voting for a peanut farmer, you idiot. <laughs> I got some nuts for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Carter, you fuck. Always making houses for people who need them. <laughs> yeah, I was, gonna, I was like, worst president ever. Fucking houses. I honestly don't know a whole lot about Jimmy Carter. He put his peanut farm in a trust while he was president. He did. So he, he wouldn't did. make any decisions that could affect his peanut farm and, and, and make money off of being the president. Yeah. Yeah. I And I, I do think that that should be kind of the law of the land if you're going to be president. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So she's like, please don't try and catch the whale. And he's just like fuck you i'm gonna do what i want whatever whatever i do what i want uh and she's like you're going to maim and and hurt whales trying to catch one and you're dumber than fish basically like it's smarter than you but you're gonna wreak havoc yeah so she drives away they push the boat out into the sea where they encounter a full pod of whales yeah it seems like it was like eight or nine like it was a lot of whales. family yeah yeah. Well, and and she even says that I think her character's name is Rachel, right? Yeah, Bo Derek. Um, oh no, Bo Derek is Annie in this. Bo Derek is Annie, but she's the one. It's when she's filling the harpoons, she says whales are monogamous; they mate for life. Are we breaking up a family? That's right. She fills my harpoons. <laughs> Mikey just watched the movie Tan on slow mo when he was playing with his quote or unquote, Tommy Boy Lincoln log. Tinker with yourself toys. <laughs> Manhandling your stretch Armstrong. Um, so the, the point was the pod is likely a family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they do set up that it is like, you know, they mate for life. So they have like kids and a family. But more like a gang. More like a Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Like they're just through the ocean. Like. We live our life a quarter nautical mile at a time. <laughs> too fast. Too fishiest. I really do think this movie would be better With Vin Diesel Yeah, if Vin Diesel voiced the orca (laughs) Yeah You hurt my family (laughs) (laughs) I just him As he jumps out of the water What if the professor had a translator for whale spock But it just spoke in Vin Diesel's voice I love that And they just photoshop Paul Walker's face Onto the other whale And you're just like, he's still here He's still part of the crew. He's part of the pod. So she's like, we might be breaking up a happy family. And he says the equivalent of just fill the harpoons, bitch. <laughs> like he's basically yeah. like, how about you do less thinking and a little more harpoon filling? He's like, hey, uh, you know what would be cool, though? Uh, if you did your job. Yeah. <laughs> do you like your life? Do you like what I'm paying for? Yeah. Like, so they spot the pod. She brings up the harpoons. Uh, he shoots and he nicks the mail. Excuse me. Sorry. Let me take that again. Yeah. Yeah. He shoots, he nicks the male and hits the female behind him. So the whale, the male whale has like a chunk out of its fin. That's how we can identify it through the rest of the movie. And then he hits the female and badly injures it. Yeah. It screams and it sounds almost human. And the second that whale screams, it's clear that at least some of the people on the boat are like, Oh no! Yeah, we, I think we fucked up. It's it's like uh, I mean, anytime <laughs> you hit something and it goes, oh my leg or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh my god, should we have hurt. done that? Yeah, <laughs> that female whale scream goes on for conservatively ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's really bad. It was like Buffalo the Vampire Slayer and Pee Wee Herman dying when he got staked. It was just that much. It was a lot. And everybody's on the boat like, is this normal? And it's like, you... St- <laughs> the, yeah. the screams were terrifying. The screams are terrifying. And then she kind of turns and swims toward the propeller. And Bo Derek is like, she's trying to kill herself. So they like 
move the boat. They get Turn her the motor out. Off. Like yeah. they stop the engines. How yeah. would Bo Derek know that? Like I thought that that was such know. a wild assumption to make. I mean, I'm not saying she's wrong. I honestly have no idea. But that seems like a wild assumption to make. Yeah, the yeah. only thing that makes sense is that that whale thought it was her chance to get out of this abusive pod relationship oh, she no. has no. with Vin with Vin Orca. With Orca Diesel? Orca Diesel. <laughs> Orca Diesel. Uh, so they pull her up onto the boat, and she's huge. Like, she's basically yeah. the size of the boat. Like, it's basically tipping their boat over. Yeah, almost. I mean, I think the listeners understand what a whale is. Yeah. I, I mean, like, they don't know how big the boat is. The boat is... It's like as big as an orca whale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you've seen an orca, that's how big the boat is. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the other orca watches. And is like screaming in grief. Like every oh. reaction shot that oh. orca diesel gets is like heart wrenching. <laughs> I almost started crying. I didn't cry. I, I, I was very cried. upset. Yeah. I was very, very upset. And I was like, fuck these fishermen. Fuck them up, whale. I was Get like, if, if wildlife acted like this, and they might sometimes, I mean, I'm not in these situations a lot, but if like, I don't think you are, are you in these situations sometimes how often do you find yourself murdering I an orca whale fishing i have fished i have railed a fish out of the water if its mate was crying on the side of the water while i reeled it in i'd be like maybe fishing's a bad idea you know i'm not gonna fish anymore yeah that's honestly why i stopped fishing because i did hook a largemouth bass and um i started reeling it in and its mate was like underwater crying but i couldn't tell initially because underwater no one can see your tears but then the fish popped out of the water and was like barbara and you were like no what have i done and i was like listen i'll give you barbara back and i put barbara back in the water and they swam off together but never again we just bought a house I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> She's carrying a thousand of my babies. They're coming to fish you, Barbara. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I'm going to get a bunch of like DMs about like that is how animals feel and, and operate, and you shouldn't eat them. But it is how animals feel and operate. Like you can watch other animals that aren't like even mammals do that sort of thing. I've also watched a lot of animals like eat their young and stuff. I yeah. mean like a animals are animals too. I mean like there there are levels. I mean but like humans kill each other and do horrible horrible things to each other too. So like yeah and I think we should eat them too. Yeah. I mean if I learned anything for the last episode we recorded <laughs> which I think was Romancing the Pod 365 it's that you it have continued your desire to eat human flesh and I thought we that was something that we had worked past. No I just wanted to taste Massimo. I think you like misunderstood. Oh no I was talking to Mikey Page. I understood what you were saying. Massimo <laughs> seems like he would be gamey. No, he seemed pretty straight to me. I don't know. He was only banging that one chick. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever gotten a double hand in head face or like head down hand in face from both of you. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if we can keep that joke, but like I'm very proud of it. I, I kind of like it actually. Okay. Um, anyway, this reminds me of the elephant that came and fucked up that lady's funeral. Cause like my first thought when that, my first thought when I heard about it was like, what did she do to that elephant? Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's basically that's the land version of this story i think yeah i think there's levels i, I think most fish probably won't mourn their partner or whatever most but like, fish don't have a memory beyond a few seconds and yeah. they don't mate for life you know like yeah, yeah, I, do, yeah. I do think elephants do as well Paige. that's so funny yeah, oh yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they also have much very large brains like yeah. that's the you know i 100 want a like 
uh, like shot for shot, quote unquote, remake of this, but on land with an elephant. Like in the I mean, Sahara we got it in whatever. the fucking news, basically. <laughs> it's basically what happened. Uh, I think I showed us water for elephants. So, oh, you did. That's right. That's you. You know what, Christoph Waltz <laughs> you showed us- does get murked by an elephant. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that elephant stabbed that motherfucker. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But did he show up to the funeral and stab him again? I don't know. <laughs> that is a hell of a power play. Like I'm gonna kill this man and then I'm gonna kill him again as you're burying him. I'm gonna travel dozens of miles <laughs> to show up at this funeral and kill him again. Well, that's where they fucked up, Paige. I think the funeral organizers realized they had made their mistake when they sent a like invite to the funeral to the family of the elephant. <laughs> to the involved. elephant. Yeah, like like you should yeah. not have done that. Yeah. Plus, you also shouldn't bury somebody in a bucket of peanuts. I mean, that's on you. <laughs> Listen, when clowns die, they like to make it a, a spectacle. So like, I get it. Sometimes that that sort of thing is just going to happen. It was an unfortunate coincidence that their family plot was next to the elephant graveyard. <laughs> Actually, it was over the elephant graveyard. If you dug down uh, far enough. There's like a graveyard full of elephants. Then a pool. Yeah, but if you go below that. Then the cult and then a raising raising cage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh Anyway, while they have the whale hanging there, it gives birth or or I I miscarries a a whale fetus. I think I think it gets cut out from the from the propeller. No, I think it miscarries. I think it comes out of like where she would have given birth, right? Yes, that's a giant whale vagina. You know, San Diego, it means whale's vagina. Um, <laughs> yes, that, that is how whales give birth, and that's where they would give birth from. How do you know that? Did you research that? I watch a lot of nature shows. She also grew up with a famous orca actor. What was it? Yakuza? What was his name? <laughs> Yaka! Yaka, that's what it was. Uh, specifically, yeah. one of these famous orca yes. actors. Yes, so that is how uh, whales give birth. Um, my interpretation of this scene was that the stress of being captured caused her to miscarry. I think so too. Well, and also what she had done to herself on the propeller, whether it was uh, trying to actually end her life or just like an accident. I mean, I don't know. Well, you see that Orca's baby's name was Orca Damien. <laughs> and Another 70s movie. Yeah, this is Orca version of The Omen. We're just following the perspective of like, the uh, the cop or whatever you know instead of instead of five fingers it had six fingers on mm-hmm. each on each flipper if you look closely yeah each flipper has six fingers yeah the yeah, other uh-huh. wells in the pods were saying i did it all for you orca damien <laughs> anyway the scream that the orca fetus does after it leaves the body was also terrifying yeah oh i think that's the whale screaming yeah that's but... not the fetus i don't think i think it is the... i think it opens its uh orca mouth no no it's dead it falls mm. under the thing dead yeah see. yeah they immediately like hose it off but like the dad orca diesel's just out there screaming in grief and I do think yeah, the oh. mama is still screaming as well as she's yeah, like yeah, hanging yeah. upside down. Yeah. Family. <laughs> um, anyway, so they, they hose the baby off the ship in back into the water. And yes, the, the female's still crying while hanging, which is just like brutal. Like the, brutal. these few scenes were so upsetting. I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't think they would make this movie today. I, I wouldn't make this movie today. And if I did, it would be like just over the rails bonkers because then it's more fun and not as horrific. Yeah. So the male starts like bumping the boat 
Yeah, bumping bumpo. You can say it. He's, he's yeah, bumping bumpo. Bu- bumping yeah. bumpo. The boat. It it does knock Bo Derek down, which is how she breaks her leg. But essentially, they realize that he's going to try and sink the boat. Yeah. So they go out there to cut the female whale down, and they as they do. The male whale just jumps up and eats that one guy off the boat. It's so wild because he has to climb out on the boom arm that like they hoisted up the female orca on. And he like right. literally like uses an axe, I think, to like chop at the the rope until it breaks and the orca falls back into the water. But as right after he's done chopping the orca down, orca diesel comes up and it like chomps him and then pulls him down into the water. And if you look at the pull down shot, it very much is a wooden doll. Like you can see oh, yeah, the hinges yeah. in the elbow as it pulls it down into the water. And I just, I had to laugh. It was very funny. Yeah. So no one really reacts to the guy just like dying on the boat. He was the least popular member of the crew though. <laughs> well, it just, it boggled my mind that they were all just like, Oh, that's the way of the sea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Richard Harris was like, oh, shit. Okay. well, I guess I'm keeping his cut of the money. Yeah, I guess I'm keeping his oranges and grog. Great. Uh, (laughs) So we they sail back to the cove. Uh, Meanwhile, the whale surfaces with the pod. And then we see him like I Richard Harris and like the reflection in his whale eye and then he swims away I love those reflection shots because we see a few of them like the whale in Richard Harris's eye and then Richard Harris in the whale's eye and I was like oh right I do love that they're like really showing us that they're like staring each other down but like I don't necessarily need like filmed superimposed over someone's eye like I get it like I did I needed it I loved it though it was pretty fun (laughs) I needed it, but I also needed a soundtrack change of in your eyes, the light, the heat, and then jumping out of the water like your eyes, whales complete. Like that's what I wanted. Uh, But instead, I have like a half hour montage of the male whale pushing the female whale to the beach, which is just like heartbreakingly sad. And it would be even more sad if they used Peter Gabriel's in your eyes as it pushed you we cross the reef your <laughs> eyes i'm pretty sure that song came out in the 80s though so there's no way they could have used it but that would have been uh, hilarious yeah no you're right i think but that would have been funny peter gabriel was 80s right it came out in the 70s oh don't you remember you told me, me love me baby, baby. Oh, i got your babe said you'd be pushing me to the beach again baby <laughs> I yes. do think it was cute that like Orca Diesel wanted to take his wife to w- where they had their first date. Oh, that just makes me sadder. I know. Honestly, this whole thing, like even though it, it goes on way too long, it is very sad. Like you really <laughs> yeah. feel for Orca Diesel. And I'll say this, like this is the most emotional work I think I've ever seen Vin Diesel pull off. Hmm. I don't know. Groot and Rocket's relationship is is goals. Oh, I mean, yeah. And when when Groot says that really impactful line to Rocket, you know, the I am Groot. I Groot. I lost it. Yeah, it was so so sad. Yeah. I will, to Vin Diesel's credit, Groot only says three words, but you always know what Groot is saying. Yeah. And that is something. That actually, yeah. I mean, as much as I'll make fun of him in that movie, because he literally only has three lines of dialogue, but he does some emotional work in those lines and you can feel what he's saying. Well, it's almost like when you do 10 sequels to one movie, maybe your career gets a little derailed. Or a little stale. Mm -hmm. But also, he's rich as shit, so I think he made the right choices, and I don't hate Vin Diesel for doing it. Did either of you watch the one he did during Pandemic? Was it Bloodshot? I did. It's terrible. Hell yeah. (laughs) Because it has uh, 
Jamie Fraser from Outlander as the villain. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Okay. I definitely want to see that. Yeah. I mean, he's got like a cool tattoo and robot arms. So, or robot legs and then later robot arms. But, you know, anyway, <laughs> you could fast forward through most of it to just the fight at the end with the robot arms and you are not missing much. Okay. Uh, so, I will do just that then. Anyway, <laughs> they get to the shore and Richard Harris has already docked his boat and comes to see the whale beached on the shore. And he's clearly upset about what has happened. Yeah, I think he was expecting it to be like more like when you capture a shark, I guess. I've never yeah, captured a yeah. shark. I don't know what that's like. But I'd imagine it's more like it feels like you're actually capturing an animal. Whereas this, I think, to Richard Harris felt more like he was capturing like a human. Like it, it, it seemed like yeah. there was more emotional intelligence involved with the orca than with other things he's captured. So, which I do want to say personally for me, I feel like we shouldn't kill sharks either Same. unless they're like actively attacking somebody and it's self defense. But like if they're just being sharks, leave them be. Yeah, that's sort of like how national parks deal with bears. Like when I was at yeah. Glacier National Park and we were hiking, they had to shut down one of the trails that went up this particular mountain because a bear had gotten into someone's backpack and eaten mm. some of the food. And once bears learn that backpacks hold food, they have yeah. to kill it because then they will start actively targeting humans. So they, it was really sad. Like, hey, boo-boo, they, give me a backpack. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and once they learn to speak like Yogi, you have to yeah. kill them. How was your trip to Yosemite? I got mugged by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> it stole my laptop. <laughs> There's only one answer to all of these problems, which is we have to start cloning animals immediately because we could leave wildlife alone and then have parks set up with clone animals. Animals where you can hunt them, eat them, and like fight them. Fight them? Hang on. I just want to see Mikey get in a tank with a cloned orca and like just bring it on, mother orca <laughs> diesel. <laughs> I don't know that the cloning of the orca makes it better it for me. I, wait, Mikey, are you saying that cloned animals don't have souls or don't have like yeah, cognitive abilities? Personalities or cognitive abilities? Sure. For this situation, let, let's go. I mean, like. I would rather us kill clones than real things. I will argue that clones are real things. <laughs> Look, if I knew all of my chicken nuggets were the same chicken clone, I would feel better about eating them. That's fair for chickens, but also chickens are not very smart and do not process yes. a lot of things. But then like two steps down from that, what if I want to go hunt a tiger? That's not real either. I mean, that would be fun. And then also a dinosaur. Dinosaur I'm okay with. I'm just talking about we just have shit everywhere. I, I, mm. Where is my science future where I can watch a bear and a Dilophosaurus fight? I don't know, but I... So when I was at South by Southwest, supposedly they had a presentation on the lab created meat where it's like still meat, but they didn't have to kill anything to get it. And I was like, uh -huh. I'm down to try this. I would try it. One of the other guys uh, with us was a vegetarian. He's like, I kind of want to go to that. And then it turned out it was just this weird presentation and there was no option to try the lab created meat, probably because it was like crazy expensive. It is still pretty expensive. One of the other podcasts I produced for Senator Frist, it did an interview with the CEO of that company. Did you get to try some? No, 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 no. It was, they did it virtually because oh. it was during the pandemic. So oh. anyway, he knows a lot about the company, Senator Frist does. So like mm -hmm. I, I learned a lot producing that episode and it's really cool the way they have genetically engineered it to grow meat. That is not like in a cow, you know, it's, it's wild. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. still like you cut it. It bleeds like meat. It tastes like meat. It's just way more expensive right now 
just yeah. like clones. Yeah. So it, like once that costs come down, you'll probably start to see it in stores because that's what they want. That's where the CEO of the company was saying that that's where they want it to be. They're like, we want this to be a humane replacement for meat eaters. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, th- that is. But it is actually like meat because here's the thing. I support anyone making meat substitutes. More power to you. Yeah. Great. I cannot bring myself to eat them. Holy no, shit. I, I, I have the same problem. But and that's the thing is like I, I agree with the ethics of like non don't eat animals, but also like I'll meet you halfway and like what if we clone those animals and then eat them? <laughs> I mean, my my current place of meat halfway is trying to buy ethically sourced animals or at least animals that are being treated more ethically than just factory farming. And that is more expensive, but it does taste a lot better. Um, but yeah, Jake can do the beyond meat and a couple of things. I have such a smell and texture aversion to it. I have not been able to. Do you mean like the impossible burgers and stuff like that? Yeah. 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 Todd, but think about an impossible burger, but it was made out of Jaguar that we cloned from a zoo. I'm terrified that your end game in all of this is to clone and eat my clone. Yeah. To clone people and then hunt them in the most dangerous game. Wait a second. I'm back on. Holy (laughs) shit. Let's do this. No. Paige. Paige. How does this always come back around? (laughs) They don't have eating people. No, I, the ethics of cloning people is very murky, and I, I'm not super but into it. It's very murky. It's very scary. But if we're going to do it, I, I want to clone myself and hunt it and kill it and then eat it. <laughs> I mean, at least it's you, right? Yeah. yeah. But I will say this. What I think is really, really cool, and I think is like the next step in cloning evolution, is instead of cloning a whole person, you can clone their heart or their kidneys or yes, whatever. that's and very cool. You, you effectively, everyone on the donor list gets a new version of their kidney or whatever they're waiting for they would yeah. get that and it would work with their body you wouldn't have to take those meds right. that like stop your body from attacking the foreign organ whatever organ it is like that to me foreign. is a game yeah. changer like I, I'm really looking forward to that time like my goal in life is to stay alive long enough to where they can like replace every part of me so I never die. That'd be nice. <laughs> yes, but Todd, how much better that would be if you had to hunt a version of yourself to collect to the rip oh, out the kidney and cover God. yourself in blood. Oh, and say, there could be God. only one. Clone transplants are only for the strong. You have to harvest your own organ. I feel like I could outsmart me. My my thing with the the current subs is a lot of them are soy based, and I can't. Do my body has a pretty bad reaction to soy yeah. for a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, but also most of them smell like cat food to me, and I yes. cannot get over it. I can't get close enough to eat. Them. I honestly can't stop eating cat food. It's so good. <laughs> I just can't. I'm clearly joking, guys. Calm down. You super into those salmon shreds, yo? Salmon shreds. <laughs> I won't for eat dinner. seafood, but if you get me some nice solid salmon cat food, I am here for it. No. I'm <laughs> It's like pate. Yeah. It's cate. Ooh. Well, that's not like it's made of cat. Let's back out. I don't want to do this. I'm out. Okay. Let's get back in the movie, though. I want to kill a clone giraffe so badly. <laughs> what giraffes? They've got those long eyelashes, and they seem very sweet. Paige, I think I might be on board with Mikey with this, because think about how awesome it would be to literally have to get up on the top rope to get the giraffe in a headlock and then jump off and, like, drop him down onto the ground. <laughs> that would be so satisfying, because you would be, like, 25 feet in the air. But I also, I'm pretty sure that a giraffe is way fucking stronger than you, and you'd just be hanging around its neck, and then it would just shake you to death. And I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have knives. You gotta, you gotta cut that thing when you're up <laughs> you there. You gotta have knives. 
You got to have Wolverine claws. Take it seriously. No, I'm just going to jump off of the top rope, grab the giraffe around the neck, and break all seven of its vertebrae on the way down. It only has seven vertebrae? I know. The same as humans. Yeah, I was blown away by that when I was at San Diego Zoo and I learned that fact. It stuck with me. Are they me. just gigantic? They are a lot bigger than our vertebrae, but they have the same number of vertebrae. I also learned the first time I went to the San Diego Zoo that the very first YouTube video ever uploaded was from the San Diego Zoo. Oh. Yeah, I've got to Google this. Giraffe skeleton. Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling it as well. Ooh. Okay. Was I right? Oh, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, yeah. And they, they're, they're almost kind of double helix shaped yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit. I remember, well, it may be changed because I haven't gone to the San Diego Zoo in a long, long time because I moved back to Nashville, but they didn't have like a skeleton of a giraffe there, but they did have like, you know, the as you like go to the pens, they have facts about the animals you're looking at. It, that was one of the facts. I want to take that long neck and head as a trophy and make it the banister of the stairs. <laughs> But only the clone version, right, Mikey? Because the clone version oh, is yeah. ethically I am an okay. ethically person. I will only do this to clone animal. Well, what you don't know, Paige, is Mikey has spent a lot of time and expense getting giraffe DNA. <laughs> I spared no expense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back into this movie. So he feels bad about killing. What are you doing? I don't like this. It's hot is stripping while we talk now. It's hot. Bounce wearing jean shorts. I slept in these <laughs> jean shorts, Mikey. Oh, wow. First off, rude. First off, rude. It's hot outside. That's what I meant. Or hot in this room. I didn't mean like I'm hot. Although, honestly, I'm like mediocre at best and I lean into it. <laughs> You're like, is this room hot or is it just me? It's the room. What if we just did a Jurassic Park remake, but all the dinosaurs were just Todd? <laughs> it's just like a bunch of radio DJs walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, shh, the fence is down. I can hear it. Hey, everybody! <laughs> then, honestly, Paige, Jurassic Park, that version of Jurassic Park would be a lot like a zombie movie. It would be. I Sorry, I was zoning out thinking about what happened if we cloned Henry Cavill. Think of the shoulders. You could eat them. <laughs> Think of, oh my God. I mean, I could. I could at least taste them and not worry about it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyway, he feels bad about the whale and the professor is like, hey, by the way, her mate pushed her to this cove, which means he followed your shit. Yeah. He wanted you to see what you've done. Yes. And this is where we get introduced to Umalak, who is played by the same guy that played Taylor yeah. in Poltergeist 2. Yeah. And uh, he's the guy from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He is. So... This is where he meets Umalak, and we find out that Umalak teaches at the tribal school, but he basically is like, she knows that whales follow people and, like, hold grudges and stuff from university. I know it from my ancestors. And he tells him that some of their tribesmen tried to kill a whale once, and the whale just fucking wrecked their boat and killed them. Like, it's brutal yeah and so at this point richard harris is like yeah i might just give up and stop fishing forever or at least definitely not fish here like i'm kind of out of the yeah. game just he wants to move back to ireland anyway move back to ireland and fish there yeah just stay in the fields swing the pole out pull up potatoes ground fishing yeah exactly Paige. stay out of finn diesel's territory no, Finn Diesel. That's Finn good. Diesel. That's good. Nailed That's it. real good. I'm surprised it took us this long. Honestly, yeah, I like, am shocked. When I thought of it, I was like, how am I the first person to think of this? And why did it take me 50 minutes? Because my brain was struggling with Dominorc Toretto somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but I just imagine that he would like get back to Ireland and just be like, 
imagine how big those fish and chips would have been. <laughs> like I was leaning towards more Vin Dorsal. Oh, Mikey! <laughs> it's it's Finn Dorsal, yeah. definitely. Yeah, Finn, Finn Dorsal. Yeah. God damn, that's so good. Okay, yeah. I do love that we are the kind of friends that will like workshop each other's jokes for us. That's a lot of fun. I do want to let you know that uh, Jake Jay gets up like before me in the morning so he was awake watching chopping mall <laughs> before i turned this i can't on. believe mikey hasn't made us do that yet yeah i, I know. cannot wait <laughs> i'm hoping for another mikey month but like this month kind of turned into it so i'm like not complaining <laughs> anyway we cut to they're having a very small funeral for the guy that the orca just chomped off the boat well there's no body it's definitely going to be small i mean <laughs> yeah 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 I-, I really like the eulogy where the guy was like he was like really good chum <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yay! Tip your <laughs> Starring Finn Dorsal. Uh, so <laughs> we also find out that he kind of inherited that guy with the boat from his father, and he's kind of talking to the priest, and he's like, "Could you sin against an animal?" And the priest is like, "What'd you do to that animal?" <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, "Did you fuck Finn Diesel?" Yeah, you know, you know, he was like, "Look, we have to, we have to get you to a special place." Yeah, <laughs> but he does. And I, I actually sort of like the way the priest positions this. He's like, you can sin against anything, really. I think he says you can sin against the blade of grass. Right. But I think that was the sentiment. Right. And he's like, because the sin is really a sin against yourself and like your own beliefs. Right. Like, right. And I right. like the way he positioned that. I was like, yeah, that actually is how that works. Yeah. Um, but we cut to uh, Nolan running into the head of the Fisherman's Union, who is played by Casey Affleck's clone. <laughs> <laughs> Which Casey Affleck did have to kill before Ben let him in any uh-huh. movies. Yeah. Casey Affleck is his clone. Put it, get it right. <gasps> oh, That's what it is. But I mean, in all real, like in complete honesty, this the guy playing this character looks like Casey Affleck in that Dunkin Donuts sketch. But like 20 years later. Yeah. It was freaky. It was like looking through a weird time portal. <laughs> um, but so they brought his boat in from the South Harbor and they're like, hey, were you hunting a killer whale? And he's like, no, no. we're not gonna. No, no. Of course why would not. I do that? That'd be so dumb. I would never. What? And they're like, oh, good, because we're pretty superstitious about it because orcas scare the fishes away. Anyway, have a great day. Bye. And just as he's kind of going to go back to his boat to get out of Dodge. Yeah. The orca basically just starts sinking all the boats in the harbor. I love this scene. (laughs) I honestly, this scene was so bonkers. It was so crazy. It was great because you just see the orca multiple times just like, like up through a boat and you're just like, Fuck yes. But it's not it's not even a real orca. It is very much like a like metal orca that they're shoving into like It is a real orca. Really? But it's not actual boats. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, they're like they're like styrofoam boats or something. Yes, okay. they're trained orcas. So they they could train them to like tag things with their nose through like basically like paper boats basically that's so great i'm very glad to hear that no animals were hurt during this movie because like no. 70s was very dicey for animals in movies yes uh so we cut to the beach where the female orca has been laid to rest and they're trying to bury it and get rid of the body and casey affleck orbs up again and he's like you're trying to bury that orca awful quick and he's just like what <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> uh and the professor gives him a book on dolphins and science and mythology and whales and dolphins and science and mythology yeah and he basically is just like 
yeah, we're going to have a wake for the whale. And he's like joking, but not really. And the harbor master is like, well, good news. We're fixing all the boats and we're going to fix your boat. So you should be ready to sail soon are you fucking leaving because please leave I, I do love that everyone immediately goes from like you know them being like comrades in fishery or whatever you'd call right. that to get the fuck out of here you are marked by vin diesel you have yeah, to yeah, leave yeah. and they're like so are you gonna stay till you kill that whale or like what's gonna happen he's like no i'm not gonna kill it i uh i paid a month's rent for my house we're hanging out and they're like yeah uh, we'd prefer if you didn't because all the boats are sunk and the fish are gone because of your fucking whale and he's like well he's not coming back and they're like we saw him an hour ago yeah like he's he's around he is literally like out 30 feet head out of the water this yeah watching this conversation scanning the people on shore for you yeah it reminds me of in scott pilgrim when ramona's like what about knives and he's like knives is fine and then you just he passes her in the crowd and she just goes no (laughs) (laughs) that's how i felt about the whale where they're like what about the whale the whale's gone the whale's just like (laughs) not gone i'm here um so he goes out to the north point harbor and hears a splash in the water and sees that the whale is there and it comes up and it's just like (laughs) (laughs) i mean honestly i can't believe that Finn Diesel would use that kind of language with Richard yeah. Harris. I was like, wow. Hey, Finn Dorsal means fucking business. Yeah. And he he sees him eye to eye, man to man, and is just like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> and you're just like, yes. We cut back to the harbor the next day. And the harbor master is just like, hey, you're gonna leave or kill it or both. Yeah. And he's like, I know. And Umalak has to kind of come up to him and be like, hey, bro, you're going to need to kill it (laughs) like or leave or both or whatever, because I know that you're scared of whatever happened between you and this whale. But if you don't do something, the townspeople are going to fucking kill you. So, like, you need to figure your shit out, basically, except that they won't let them actually leave. Oh, well, we'll get to that, which I thought was bonkers. One of the most bonkers parts of the movie. I kind of understood it because they were going to stop them from running away because if they ran away, they'd never get rid of that whale. Yeah, that whale would be there forever looking for Richard Harris. Mm -hmm. So he asks, like, what did your ancestors do? And he's like, we would find like a whale carcass and fill it with birds and pee on it. I'm like, this seems pretty involved. Like, (laughs) what's the cook time versus the prep time? Like, this is a lot. Uh, it's a whale ducking page that's what those are called yeah it is a whale ducking yeah Mm. Uh, but he's like the world has changed and even our gods now dance to a new song like yeah you cannot avoid taking responsibility for what you've done the only thing you can do is either kill this whale or leave to battle it in the ocean away from town so we cut back to their little house and he's now reading the whale book and he goes to grab Paul, who is getting down with Bo Derek, even though she's got her leg in a full cast. I know, right? Although I thought Paul was pretty cute. I was kind of into Paul. Yes. I mean, right? yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you also were too, Mikey. So, <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> he was one of my favorite characters. He, he got done dirty in this movie. He should have got his gas and left the town. I was super mad about it. Well, and he he has gorgeous curly hair and a very nice sweater. I didn't go that far, but I really wanted him to just hitchhike out of town. Same. Meanwhile, Nolan sets up a scarecrow of himself at the North Point, thinking that it'll attract the whale. But the professor lady shows up. They're talking about it together. And as that happens on the other side at the South Harbor, this is where the whale 
busts through the pipes and then knocks over a lantern to burn down the fucking harbor. <laughs> it's amazing. When he first breaks through those pipes, I was like, why is he like breaking water pipes? That's so dumb. And then I realized as he knocks the lamp off, the, you know, gas lamp or whatever, and it like the yep. whole thing explodes, I was like, that's way too much for just that one little lamp. And I was like, oh no, I'm dumb. And Finn Diesel's way smarter than me. He knows that those pipes were gasoline. Yeah, but my favorite is that like he blows up the harbor and then the, the whale swims out into the coast and then it's just jumping and for yeah. me this is when he was like yay my evil plan worked yay <laughs> uh, just jumping for fun they call it thumping oh wait that's something different never fun, mind fun jumping yeah i'm gonna start a trampoline like business like sky zone and shit like that yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. i'm gonna call it thumping and see if uh see what kind of crowd i attract i think that would only work as if it was also a strip club it is a furry strip club on trampolines thumping oh my god you've just described my hell <laughs> honestly mikey I feel like you'd have a lot more success if you really embraced the furry community. I, I mean, I would say not the furry community, but if you decided to switch teams and go full bear, I think you'd do really well. Oh, yeah. Oh, one of my one of my questions was about that. Uh, one sure. of my questions wasn't a question, Mikey, the, in the anonymous AMA that we all did yesterday. Uh, one of mine was, I want you and Mikey to spit roast me. <laughs> And I'm sure that was by a guy. I'm, I am I don't know for sure, but like, I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? Wait, but would he let you eat him after? Because then Mikey's cannibalism, maybe that's Oh, you're point. thinking of a different kind of spit roast. I think it was oh, a no, sexual kind of spit roast. Oh, no, I understood, but okay. also. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, it's cool that you guys got those. I got some real mean ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, Paige, I knew when you started an anonymous AMA that it was going to be bad. I knew there was going to be bad ones. But it was way more than I thought. I was yeah. like, damn, yeah. okay, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I got a few, I would say, like inappropriate questions that I just didn't answer, but it wasn't nearly as bad as yours at all. Paige got inappropriate questions and hard questions. Yeah. I got like two questions about mental health and like the rest is like, what about your pizza? Like, how do you do that? Yeah, I got I got the yeah. pizza question too. And I was like, honestly, give, give me yeah. all the pizza. I, after a while, I just kind of checked out because I was really tired of people either calling me fat or asking for nudes or asking if I have an OnlyFans or asking about my bra size. And I was like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're not yeah. doing this anymore. I definitely understand. I don't think I'll ever do an anonymous AMA again. And mine wasn't nearly as bad as yours. I'll do more. <laughs> for, for context, if you were on Instagram and you saw the questions I did answer, I got over 100, and those are the only ones that were appropriate yeah. really to answer. There were some that were duplicates, and I, I tried not to do duplicates. Yeah, I think I probably got six asking about the Jen situation, right. and I answered it once. I was like, I, don't, I just don't feel like I need to answer this again. Just like scroll through the ones I've already answered. It's fine. I was very happy that, I don't know if I can say this, but Sammy... Smart from Too Scary Didn't Watch reached out when I oh, yeah? talked about the Beatles and how people who think the Beatles are the best band ever is ridiculous because someone asked me a question about it. And she was like, oh, yes, completely agree with this sentiment all day. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there is any one best band, but we've discussed this a yeah, lot. Same. But yeah, anyway, burns down the dock. Uh, blows up the power plant gas thing on the hill, yays himself out of the water. And we cut to Bo Derek and the crutches inside and Nolan coming home. And he's basically like, y'all need to get out of town. I'm going to go on the boat alone because I'm not taking you with me on the boat. The orca will kill all of us. So like, yeah, you guys drive inland. I'll take care of the whale. Is this when we learn about his backstory? Not quite yet. Okay. Also, what's the deal with this crew all living together? 
Um, I well, I think they just rented a house because they got stuck there. Okay. I don't think the intention was for them to stay. But like, who who's hooking up with who? Is all I'm wondering. Oh, Paul and Bo Derek are hooking up okay, for okay. sure. Yeah, I do think that Nolan's like the main character, Richard Harris, wants to pay off the mortgage on the boat and then go to Ireland. I think with the boat. So maybe the whole yeah. crew eventually is trying to get back to Ireland. Although I'm not sure anyone else is Irish, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's not super clear. He sends Paul with the truck to go fill it up with gas so that Paul and Bo Derek can get out of Dodge. Yeah. Meanwhile, he calls the professor to basically tell her his plan. And she's like, hey, I know we've had a lot of talks about how this whale is clearly hell bent on vengeance. But like when humans are hell bent on vengeance, do we just let them have it or do we try to reason with them? And he's like, you're right. Maybe I won't go. We'll figure this out. And Paul goes to the gas station and they're like, we don't serve your kind around here, you whale cowards. And <laughs> a Malak shows up and is just like, hey, they're not going to let you leave until this orca situation is taken care of. So you're going to have to get on that fucking boat. Sorry, bro. Yeah. And this is where if I was Paul, I'd be like, he did that. I'm calling the police or somebody I, or I'm walking out of town. They're like, the bus station won't sell you a ticket either. And I'll be like. Fuck this, I'm out, man. I'm on land. Yeah. I ain't going back out to that whale that wants to kill me. Right. Yeah. Especially if I wasn't Richard Harris's character. I, there's no way in hell I'd be like, yeah. that was all Richard Harris. I'm going to go apologize when I'm standing on the jetty to Finn Diesel, and then I will walk <laughs> to the next town and buy a bus ticket to anywhere else in the world. Right. So meanwhile, the whale is circling their house, which kind of has like a patio over the harbor. Yeah. And it just starts taking out the like braces underneath the house. So the house starts tipping into the harbor. It is amazing. Well, because Finn Diesel got a message in the bottle with that with uh, with Richard Harris's home address or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like one of their harbor mates whose boat yeah, is like, like a sunk is like working woo, for the woo. orca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They threw it in a bottle off the dock, and that's why we call it doxing. <laughs> so the whale's taking out the supports for the house paul gets home just in time to help try and save annie who's bo derrick's character with the net but they can't quite pull her up in time the whale jumps up and just chomps off her cast leg and then runs away with it yeah. which i loved it it's like it like got your leg and, then... and that's how annie finally got her sea leg <laughs> <laughs> oh, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Annie? Also, Annie, you are the most overdramatic person with a broken leg I've ever seen. Like, you should have been crawling to get out of that house better. Yeah. Annie, are you okay? Because a whale stole all your legs, Annie. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the whale swims away with Annie's, le Annie's leg and then jumps for fun with the leg. I loved it. Yeah. I was like, yes. Well, yeah, because... He finally got a leg up on them. Oh. <laughs> He's had a leg up on them the whole time, man. Because he swam into the coven and he took down all their house supports. Anyway. <laughs> all their house legs, Paige. Yeah, all their house legs. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to the hospital. Yeah. And Paul and Nolan and the professor and Omalak are all like, that's it. We're getting on the boat now. Along with the original diver that that orca saved in the beginning of the movie also gets on the boat with a professor. The professor is an idiot. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, in so much as she actually knows a lot about orcas and stuff like that, but there's no way I would get on this boat with Richard Harris. Yeah. yeah oh, and my like, gosh. Yeah. She narrates the film. So she's like. 
you know, despite what I've seen, I just don't think whales are capable of this sort of revenge. So I went on the boat to kind of check it out. And it's like, bitch, the whale destroyed their house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? The whale didn't just burn down the, like, dock. He blew up their gas storage that was, like, way up on the hill. Like, this orca is playing 4D chess. Yeah. Well, and I don't know why they don't just be like, bye, Richard Harris. Have fun on the boat alone. (laughs) Like, we'll never see you again. Enjoy dying. Richard Harris, (laughs) I think at this point, has has lost it where he's like, this is how I lost my family. And this whale loves his family more than I love my family. So I have to die to this whale. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Well, because he does have the flashback that has the car crash and the whale. But that flashback happens before he tells us what happened. Talks about it. Yeah, it's interesting. But then, like, I was like, so is he wishing he would have hunted down and murdered that man and his family in the car? I think he is. Like, I think that's what he means by the whale loved his family more than I did. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like. Yeah, which is a bonkers thing to say. Although I will say this about the scientist lady, the professor or whatever. Like, she does know a lot about orcas. Like, she has, like, a presentation that we see at the very beginning of the movie, right? Where she's, like, showing the brains of a monkey and a human and an orca. And the orca brain is, like, it has much more folds and it's like bigger and then like she's playing all the orca sounds which she had like a record player of orca sounds for her class or whatever i'm gonna also make a controversial statement okay after his character divulges that his family was murdered as well his pregnant wife died in a car wreck she gets something triggered in her where she's like i'm into this dude oh yeah like i'm gonna go on this boat with you you are so fucking broken i cannot wait to try to fix you much like the orca we are hunting I am soaking wet. Because <laughs> uh, they do spoon at one point. They anyway. do. I know she's like, I'll keep you warm. I really mm. needed a sex scene between the professor and Richard Harris where she is like making the orca sounds. <laughs> <laughs> like while she's riding him, just like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she's making them, but not with her mouth. Where would oh. she be making them, Mikey? He's implying that she's queefing orca noises. Mikey, is that what you're saying? You can't nod on a podcast, Mikey. You have to say words. You can when you're embarrassed about what you said. (laughs) I love you, Mikey. (laughs) Anyway, they get on the boat and they actually take the boat out to where he killed the lady whale. Which I think is probably the worst place to take your boat. If like you're in charge of it, like don't like take the orca to where you murdered his wife. I think he knew that that's where, where the orca wanted him to go. Yeah, he also took one of his dates back on land to park and make out at the place where his wife and unborn child died, which is, he just got really bad decision-making skills. Anyway, uh, they go out to the place where he killed the lady whale, and he's going to drop a depth charge and try to kill the whale that way. But she stops him, but he's already lit the dynamite, and they do end up having to throw it overboard, but it's on the other side of the boat, not where the orca is. So as they're watching the whale... It does its fun jumps. And in my mind, I just heard the Pointer Sisters as the soundtrack for the whale jump. Just like, jump, jump for my love. Jumping. Yeah. (laughs) You know my whales can make you happy. Jump. You know these whales can fill you up. Yeah. It would have been amazing. Anyway, so Nolan goes out on the walkway with, with his gun. And he watches as the whale, like, waves his tail at him and then swims off in a different direction, and he's like, we have to follow him. So they change course, and as they're changing course, the other diver that 
actually that whale saved at the beginning of the movie he just jumps up and eats that guy for no good reason just like it's funny though like I, when it happens oh, yeah. i was like yes, well, first is. off stupid diver guy you should not have gone on the boat yeah ken is his name and ken okay. is now a blood mist <laughs> and again <laughs> no one really mourns ken no and i feel bad for ken because the only thing ken did wrong was fall in love with a professor who was obsessed with orcas yeah and like just try and support her dreams orcas and broken men i know exactly he was like uh i was here for class credit so she's listening to orca sounds because they're like still monitoring the sound underwater well and when she talks about orca sounds before she like plays a clip and she's like scientist at whatever caltech or whatever said that this contains 15 million bits of information i was like the computer at caltech and i was like oh okay. yeah it was the computer at caltech and i was like <laughs> first off that computer is probably the size of Caltech. And secondly, <laughs> how do they know like how many bits of information are in it? Like I, I don't, don't know. know. I just imagine that computer pushing out one of those memes that's just like whale murderer and it's just whales with chainsaws. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The only thing you would have to do to understand that whale is turn your record player from 33 and a half to 45. Because that <laughs> makes sense. It goes from like to ba 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 ba. Family. <laughs> Instead of it's family. This is where he talks a lot about the drunk driver and his wife and kid. Yeah. And he's basically, he's translating the whale and he's like, he's telling me that he's my drunk driver. And you're like, whoa, what how would whales, <laughs> does a whale comprehend the nature of driving, let alone drunk driving? <laughs> let me explain to you what projection is and then we'll see if that's what you're doing here. Right. I thought this felt... Because I, I, I think this part was a little unnecessary. Because like they could have set this thing up as just these dumbass fishermen killed this guy's wife and he's after him. But instead they give this like main guy like a tragic backstory where he's trying to save his crew, take responsibility that he is like the guy who killed his family, and go fight the whale to the death. And that's just how it has to be. And then he has to accidentally watch his crew dies. It's very tragic. This it whole section of the movie to me was like super slow. This is the stuff that kills the pace for me because we're not having we're not having any. Fin Diesel hijinks we're just like yeah. it's like very emotional heavy conversations yeah it's like a half hour of him dictating his diary just out into the world yeah while they sail up into uh like a gulf that has glaciers so like yeah the orca is leading them to like the north well don't forget he had to look at Finn Diesel wave him to follow first yeah this way. I did think that was really funny because it's very clearly I, just like, you know, Yakuza or whatever the whale's real name is. Right. Yaka. Yaka, like waving yeah, the, at them. Like, and then the crew is like, follow the whale. It's telling us to follow it. See, I would be over there like, Todd, Paige, the captain, he's gone. He thinks that that whale said to follow him by that wave. He's gone. He's Bombay. He's no longer here. We've got a mutiny immediately. We yeah, Mikey, mutiny, 100%. Let's kill him and throw his body overboard to the whale. Yeah, exactly what you do. Like, Mikey, if you were... Richard Harris in this movie and I was Paul I would be like alright listen go up into the little area where you shoot harpoons and like flag down the orca so it can see you and then as you did that and Finn Diesel saw you like you had the the eye lock mm -hmm. I would then walk up and shoot you in the head and push you overboard yeah. and then drive the boat back away Yeah, be like come get your boy and then just like yeah. reverse that boat back home yeah mm -hmm. I'd say I'd be like call me Ishmael because I'm getting the fuck out of here <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Call me Ishmael. He's my Uber driver and my way home. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, I think what you guys mean is fish mail. So. Because <laughs> it's a water taxi. Exactly. I was making a very highbrow Moby Dick reference. And all of you have ruined it. Calm down, Ahab. This is a very Moby Dick movie in that. Honestly, I think this guy has more motivation to hunt this whale like with his wife. Yeah. Like, ha- them now having the same backstory than Ahab. Ahab was just kind of so. like. Hubris. Yeah. Anyway, so he's crazy. And everyone's like, he's crazy, right? Like, we're sailing into where the icebergs are. He's crazy. Yeah, he's going to get us all killed, right? <laughs> yeah, and he basically tells him, like, as soon as I'm dead, just send an SOS with a helicopter. Because at this point, he's going to let that whale kill him. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. So Paul is like, I'm fucking out of here. And is trying to, like, lower one of the, like, lifeboats, which part of me was like, Paul, that's too small of a boat. <laughs> like, he's going to kill you, which is exactly what happens. Because yeah. as Paul is trying to lower the boat, oh. the whale is just like, snatched (laughs) so now that everyone's dead except for Amalak the professor and Nolan he's like tomorrow's gonna be the day uh the next day the whale pushes an iceberg towards them it's moving against the current page yeah but I mean I will say this if like you're in a gunfight and don't have a gun like you bring an yeah. iceberg to that gunfight. <laughs> bring gun an fight. iceberg yeah. to a gunfight. He yeah. waved them there on purpose, people. He was going yeah. to toss icebergs at them. Oh, yeah. No, he had a master plan to kill them with ice. Yes. Yeah. And at this point, Nolan's like, it's going to be a fair fight on equal terms. And I'm like, because what? whales can't shoot a gun? I'm confused. I did think what that do you was mean, very a dumb. fair fight? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. He, he puts the gun down to get the spear and i was like no no Wait, bro. why is this more fair i'm confused so he gets the harpoon and then we get an establishing shot of the air quotes north pole and it looks like the rankin bass north pole it from does. those like like claymation like stop motion christmas things or like, the beginning of elf that's the canonical north pole uh i just expected a bumble to come out and just be like ah. bumbles bounce off orcas Yes. Uh, so Omalak starts the engines to try and get the boat the fuck out of Can there. Can I say something really cute? Yes. So Schnooka, our older puppy, has a bumble that is the bumble from the Rankin Bass uh-huh. movies, and that is her favorite toy. She like brings it with her everywhere. She won't Aww. sleep unless it's next to her. She'll like go bring it over and then put it down and sleep like with it. She'll use it as a pillow sometimes. It's very adorable. So like I uh-huh. we we talk about a bumble like five times a day with Schnooka because she'll like look at us. <laughs> And then look at the bedroom where her bumble is. And she's like, will you go get it for me? Because I don't want to go get it. Now I'll go get her bumble and she'll get excited. And then just like take it over to the, the bed we have in the kitchen and like hang out with it. So the dog is ordering you around. I get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I am a slave to everything in my house from my girlfriend <laughs> to all of my animals. And it, it comes from a place of love. But eventually I'm going to have to let one of those animals kill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the North Pole. I might suggest the bumble. Um, anyway so the orca keeps ramming the iceberg um, to kind of trap them and then he swims out from behind it and surfaces nolan gets him with the harpoon and the whale screams but the iceberg rams the boat basically causing the boat to sink yeah they all kind of jump off the boat Amalak gets crushed by an avalanche of like ice chunks yeah they run out onto him and the professor run out onto ice plates and they kind of chase their way to the glacier uh but 
the whale keeps coming up through the ice and he's shooting at it whack-a-mole style. I did love that so much because it is very much like the orca popping up and taking a quick look at him to see where he, he ran yeah. off to and then ducking back down right as the shot comes from the shotgun. Yep. Yeah, it was so funny. So eventually they get to the glacier, but Nolan slips back down onto the ice. The whale uses that chance to push the ice sheet away. So the professor good. throws him the gun. He cocks it. And the whale comes up behind him and screams, just like, he gives Richard Harris, like, I don't know, 15 seconds to aim and shoot at him. And Richard Harris doesn't. This is why I think he just wanted to die. Yeah. He just screams, what in hell are you? And the professor's like, fucking shoot it. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) The professor's like, it's an orca. We've been over this. (laughs) Yeah. I gave you a book. (laughs) Idiot. Damn. So the whale swims around him to the other side of the iceberg it flops up onto the iceberg tipping nolan down into the water where he then uses his tail to fling him back against the glacier killing him instantly yeah blunt force trauma style and then he slides back into the water and the whale swims away under the ice and i did check on this according to the people who made the film the whale then dies under the ice like it is swimming away to its death really um, okay it's a murder suicide yes That's so sad oh my yes. god um but even crazier is the weird theme song that plays as it's happening where it's like rainbows for oh i love the 70s where everything is just like let's just put some weird ass like cults like a like like folk song at the end and that is exactly what they did at the end of this movie. And wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh. What, what, what? Randomly a helicopter shows up to rescue the professor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That way the professor makes it away from the North Pole. But I mean, what she right. didn't realize is that was actually Santa's helicopter and he had just <laughs> lost his wife and baby and she now has to become Mrs. Claus in what I'm pitching as the next sequel to the Santa Claus series, <laughs> but it's a horror movie about Santa Claus who kidnaps women. She would be into it, though, if he had that tragic of a backstory. She yeah. would. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I was thinking that maybe that helicopter was <laughs> was piloted by an orca, and that would have been pretty funny to me, too. Or the gator from Lake Placid, like, yeah. I'm coming! <laughs> I mean, the weird part was when the pod was at the, at the edge watching him do all this and was like, we told him, we told Finn yeah. Diesel that if you're going to go after someone for revenge, you better dig two Marianas trenches. <laughs> that was a long way to go for a Marianas trench joke, but honestly, <laughs> I am impressed and glad you went there. And, and that's, that's the movie. movie. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie, how do you guys feel about Orca? Classic. Love it. I liked it better than I, I thought I would. Yeah. Uh, it does have some pacing issues, but especially talking about it and how crazy it is. It is still pretty bonkers. I do think it's more fun to talk about than it is to watch because it is bonkers, but it packs all the bonkers shit in the first like 45, 50 minutes. And then it gets real slow. And then you get a weird fight on like ice between him and an orca. And then it's over. Like, so it's the, the pacing issues really bothered me in this movie. I mean, I think this is probably as close. I mean, like, look at all these rip off Jaws movies. I mean, they still rip off Jaws movies to this day. Yeah. Underwater horror like this. This one actually tries to do some different things character wise that I like. And I think it's one. It's fun to watch in a group. Yes. Like watch this movie together. It's crazy. It's kind of like Jaws, but weirder. And then two, <laughs> like it tries some different stuff and like it's better than most of these like the Meg and all the stuff that they still make today. Yeah, I have not seen the Meg, so I don't know. I bet the Meg is more fun to watch. But again, I haven't seen it. I don't know. 
I don't know. This movie tries so hard. I mean, it hits that Mikey movie spot where they're making a real fucking serious movie. Like, they're like, we want you to make a Jaws ripoff, and they go very hard at it in a very yeah. serious way where it becomes very enjoyable for me because it's still bonkers. Yeah. Well, Paige, do you have any fun facts for us? I do. Well, hit us with your fun facts. Orca, time fun, fun facts. facts. <laughs> so Richard Harris performed all of his own stunts in this movie. Okay. Uh, he was 46 at the time and nearly died on multiple occasions. Wow. I mean, good for him, I guess. Yeah. So uh, the main orcas used for filming, as I mentioned, were Yaka and Nepo. Yaka is a female and Nepo is a male, um, but they are used interchangeably in the film. They lived in captivity from 1969 until Nepo died in 1980 and then Yaka died in 1997. However, for some of the shots, they have fake whales. They didn't do a ton of animatronics, but they did a lot of rubber yeah. like, like models. There are some times where the orca looks like a balloon underwater. It probably isn't a balloon, but it looks like rubber. Mm -hmm. So most of the time underwater is real whales. The only time that it's not is like the dead whale. Yeah. Um, but those whales looked so realistic that animal rights activists blocked the trucks that were delivering them to the set, thinking that they had real dead whales. On oh, the trucks. man. That's okay. such a good fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that wild. honestly is like if you were the prop master or whatever that job is called, you're going to be like, man, I fucking crush this if I have animal rights activists protesting my props. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie posters for the film featured like a long explanation of why they were making the film where it just said the killer whale. The killer whale is one of the most intelligent creatures in the universe. Incredibly, he is the only animal other than man who kills for revenge. He has one mate. And if she's harmed by man, he will hunt down that person with a relentless, terrible vengeance <laughs> across seas, across time. And across all obstacles. I'm sorry, across time? Where's that sequel? He came across time for you, Yaka! <laughs> so, Dino De Laurentiis watched Jaws in 1975 and then sent one of his producers to go find him a bigger fish. Basically, quote, find a fish tougher and more terrible than the Great White. He didn't really care about sea life beforehand, but in doing research, the producer, Luciano Vincioni, basically found out about killer whales and then just like dove into it head first. They largely filmed in Newfoundland um, on set. They had the animatronics or the rubber whales. And then all of the actual whales were filmed in captivity. And so they would like superimpose those shots with the shots they got on set. Which still look pretty decent. They do look pretty decent. Yeah. Now, this was not supposed to be standalone. Dino De Laurentiis also had an idea for a sequel to King Kong that would have potentially had King Kong battling out a murderous killer whale. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. But the sequel that he made, King Kong Lives, in 1986, didn't come about until much later, and this movie did not do well. And so that idea was completely scrapped. Sure, yeah. There is a source novel. It comes out the same year the movie is published. It is Bo Derek's first movie. The shark used in the film is a real shark. Uh, and it was captured by a shark hunter named Ron Taylor, who was famous for, like, capturing sharks in ways that didn't hurt them. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. So between the 1980s and the 1970s, 
There is a huge amount of movies that got made after the box office success of Jaws. They are thus Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, Jaws the Revenge, <laughs> Piranha, Tentacles, Killer Fish, Barracuda, uh-huh, Tinto Terra, uh-huh, Killer Shark, uh-huh, uh-huh. Blood Beach, Piranha 2 the Spawning, The Last Shark, Up from the Depths, Humanoids of the Deep, The Island of the Fisherman, Devilfish, and Mako, Jaws of Death, and Orca. <laughs> a lot of movies, yeah. A lot of movies. Not enough. <laughs> in in some advertisements for this movie, there was a quote that read, an angry thunderbolt of terror explodes out of the ocean's depths, which I love. I think that's very, very funny. That is fun. So while the plot of this movie seems far-fetched, in the summer of 2018, a female orca traveled with her pod off the coast of British Columbia and pushed her calf that had died. Basically, she gave birth to a calf it died about a half hour later and she pushed it for a week straight even falling behind the pod oh marine biologists believe that she was grieving yeah um but that it seems to be true only of female orcas male orcas they actually say are promiscuous and Ooh. have been known to be sexually coercive with their partners oh like people like people and dolphins uh and they don't really take an active role in parenting babies and they don't grieve for them them. However, once the baby gets to a point where it's more like independent, then they kind of take over teaching it how to hunt and a couple other things. So just like us. Yep. So according to the producers, Richard Harris started drinking heavily on set after reading a tabloid that featured a photograph of his wife on a beach with a younger man. Uh, He threatened to fly to Malibu to kill them, (laughs) relenting only after getting into a fight on set with the producer and giving him a black eye. Oh, my God. Oh, maybe this is why he does unhinge so well in this movie. <laughs> maybe. He does say that this is one of his favorite uh, film experiences, <laughs> that he had a great time on set. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is really funny to me. I mean, it, to me, that sounds like my whole life is going down the tubes. I'm losing it. At least I'm playing a character that is also losing it. Yeah. He, yeah. The director of this movie was like, use your trauma. Yeah. Yes. So when this film was playing its initial run at the Fox Village Theater in Westwood over by UCLA, Dino De Laurentiis stopped by to check on the amount of tickets sold, the grosses. And on opening night, he thought it was going to outgross Jaws, that it was going to blow Jaws out of the water. Oh, that's cute. But unfortunately, by the end of the first week, it became clear that that was definitely not going to happen. And allegedly, the story goes that when realizing this, he said, and I quote to the theater's manager, why? Why nobody like my whale? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I love everything about that. And I'm so glad that it was you that did that. (laughs) I wanted to do that so badly. Yeah, your Mario impression, I didn't realize, is pretty much a, a, I'm going to say his name wrong, Paige, Dino De Laurentiis? Dino De Laurentiis. Oh, God. Todd, he he made the best movies. He makes some wild movies. Yeah, yeah. I've seen his filmography page on IMDb. And his daughter makes a lot of pasta. All right. Giada De Laurentiis. So, the song at the end of the movie called We Are One, was written by Ennio Morricone. At least the instrumentals were. But it has not held up over the years because that song is fucking strange. And the whole like, 
rainbow eyes. So the woman who sang it, Carol Connors, has gone on record as saying that adding lyrics to such a beautiful instrumental piece ruined a perfectly good song. <laughs> so she's like, she's the one who sang it and she's like, we should have never sung this. Yeah, she's like, listen, it was a paycheck and I hate it. And I hate it. And those are your fun facts. Awesome. Thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let's talk some box office. So what do you think Orca cost to make in 1977? Six million dollars. No, I think this was pricey because they used real animals and Yeah, maybe ten. Yeah, like twelve. All right, so Mikey, you're saying ten. Paige, you're saying twelve. Yeah. Final answers. Okay. Mikey, this movie cost six million dollars to make. You should have stuck with your Ah, first answer. Damn. Now, if you adjust for inflation, that is twenty-eight point nine million dollars. It's very, very close to twenty-nine million dollars. Dino don't pay a ton of money to make his films. You know what I'm saying? This actually looks good. Not all of his look good. Well, yeah, I, I will agree. This one does look good. I haven't seen all of his yeah. catalog, but I've seen enough to know that some of them don't. Right. But I don't have the weekly box office information because it was so long ago, but I do have the total amount it made domestically. So do you want to guess what that was? Um, Ooh. Under six is what I'm going to say. I'm okay. going to put it at like four. I'm going to say 20. Okay, Mikey, you are closer. It is 14 point. Seven million dollars. So it was a quote unquote success, but it wasn't like a runaway success that I'm sure they were hoping for, especially after Jaws crushed it. Yeah. Um, But if you adjust that for inflation, that's roughly seventy point nine million dollars. It's very, very close to seventy one million dollars. So it was a success. Wasn't a huge success. So this is the only one we got. But like we never got a Orca three, the revenge that takes. Oh, no, we did. It's called Blackfish. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just a little insight for other Dino De Laurentiis movies. And he is a producer. So, like, I'm calling them his movies, but other people directed them or whatever. Yeah. Ones that you have maybe enjoyed. Army of Darkness. Mm. Blue Velvet. uh, Maximum Overdrive. Still haven't done that one. Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. uh, Conan the Barbarian. Halloween 2. Flash Gordon. Nice. Yeah. So, but, like, that's the kind of stuff that he does. So you got to know what to expect. Yeah. But that is your box office. Mikey, do you want to hit him with that scary scale? Yeah, scary scale listeners is how scary we found the film at the time we watched it today. Um, it's not a scare of quality, but a scale of how scary it was. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Paige. Oh, that is a one for me. Todd. It's a one for me as well, Doc. It is also a one for me. And that, listeners, is our scary scale. Yeah. Yay. We actually haven't really seen any. I don't think any scary movies this month yet. No. We were never going to. There's not a lot of scary summer films that are, well, maybe modern, but not in the past. Right. So this week, you guys made me watch Orca. What are you guys making me watch next week? It's listener listener request. request. Oh, yeah, it is. And the listener request came down to the following movies. The Meg, Piranha 3D, Deep House, and 47 Meters Down. And Piranha 3D barely eked out a win over the Meg. So your homework for next week is to watch Piranha 3D in preparation for that episode coming out on Monday. So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? No. All right. Well, while you're looking one up, let me tell them how they can have their review run on the podcast. And that is to leave us a five-star text review. And we'll have Mikey read it for you. So, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? I'm going to read... Tired Nurse Triss. Oh, nice. Well, what does Tired Nurse Triss have to say? They say, so glad I found this podcast, exclamation point. I stumbled across this podcast when the malignant episode dropped Oh, and was cry laughing on my breaks. That episode, I think, is one of the funniest episodes we've ever done. Like, It's so crazy. I was hooked from there. As a nurse, you know they're a nurse because they'll tell you the first paragraph you talk to them. 
I'm kidding. My mom's a nurse. (laughs) As a nurse, I need all the laughs I can get, and this podcast is a great way to start my week. The chemistry between Mikey, Todd, and Paige makes each episode feel like you are hanging out with friends. I am making my way through the old episodes and love RTP as well. So many stars, and don't ever stop making episodes. Five stars. Well, thank you so much for that Awesome five-star review, tired nurse Trish. And thank you so much for the work you do in the healthcare industry. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else, including TikTok. Mikey is at mrandolph24 and I am at Todd J. Awesome. If you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes, director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier mm-hmm, than the regular mm-hmm. feed drop. We do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that. So guys, check out yeah. the Patreon and help support the show. If if you want to financially support me but not Todd just look me up on Venmo if you can't financially support the show that's understandable that's fine but if you want to hang out with us on the daily join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash horror virgin we also link it like once a week so just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group literally we're in there talking every day it's awesome and guys we got a P.O. box so if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box it's actually not a P.O. box it's like a regular street address it's pretty awesome it's 6688 Nolansville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, where we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode was brought to you by Tia and Tia's teenagers driving her crazy. So how was Tia's teenager driving her crazy this week? Tia's teenager is trying to clone herself so that she can not go to school. Oh, that's actually a really good use of your clone. I'm here for that. Right? Yeah. Right? This episode also brought to you by Jeff and Jeff wants you to check out his podcast, Kissing Jessica Jones, where each week they break down a new episode of the uh, Jessica Jones, Agent Marvel or WandaVision Marvel Netflix TV series. Or I guess some mm-hmm. of them are on Disney Plus, aren't they? Yeah, but they're still Marvel, though. Fair enough. Wherever you watch them, you can listen to the podcast Kissing Jessica Jones on any of the podcast apps. So check it out. Nice. This episode also brought to you by Jonathan. And Jonathan did send me a new spider oh, video. No. So I oh, am no. going to uh, share my screen and play that for you right now. And I hope make you very uncomfortable. You guys ready to watch this? Yeah. Are you ready, Todd? Oh. Would you live in Australia? No, I wouldn't because they wouldn't like my sense of humor. No, they would not. Oh, oh that's fuck a no. big ass spider. No, I mean that. That's oh, oh, oh my no. god! It was like on the outside of their van, and it was, they were trying to like. No, oh my god! It got inside. in their van. Oh, it squeezed oh, its way in. No. Oh my god! That's There's a snake. A snake on a fan. How did it get up in the fan? Is that a monkey? I am out. That's a, that's a giant that's like a, lizard. That's I don't mind the lizard. With the, oh, god. oh my god! My no. god! I no! I would no! Oh man! I don't know how Australians live in Australia. That is Ugh. nuts. 
I mean, this is we what? behind the curtain. Todd and I had a conversation earlier about doing, you know, eventually going to Australia for stuff. And my comment was that you would have to pay me a fuckload of money to potentially encounter any of them. Yeah, because all of those animals want you to die. Ugh. And we're just talking about the people. <laughs> hey. Mikey's uh, aggression towards the good people of Australia continues. I'm going to need a bunch of money and at least one Hemsworth. Bunch of money is maybe possible, Paige. The uh, Hemsworth... That's a tall order. Make it happen. We now return you to another episode of uh, The, the Patreonicals. You got this, Mikey. You got this. We left off last week with someone, I can't remember who, buying butt condoms for all of the moon sex that would be happening. So, Mikey, would you please pick up there? Yeah. Thanks for that reminder, Todd. <laughs> so, uh, over at Cody's Mun Pawn Shop. Yeah. Uh, they're, everybody's rebuilding the mun with all of their technology because the earth has been devastated due to no mun. And um, Libby uh, is leaving the pawn shop and she has all of the butt condoms and she goes to Danielle and Aaron's. They've built a moon city, like I said, like a small city where Scott and Wes are currently birthing mun eggs, fertilized mun eggs. They're, <laughs> okay. They're just spitting them out, but tons of them coming out there. And uh, Wes is like, I'd rather be a ghost than do this. <laughs> His life was better when he was stuck in someone's shoulder. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And Cody threw in some Roman candles with all those mun condoms. Uh, and Boezy, they- You know, like, when you go and buy condoms, you often get fireworks. Yeah. Like that's super common. A hundred percent. You're at a pawn shop. I mean- so Boezy, uh, Libby and Boezy uh, go to the Mun City, uh, Munchester, and he starts doing the Roman candles to celebrate the birth of the thing, of the the little the Mun people. And there's like there's like a couple of dozen Mun people who were down in Atlantis who come back up with them. Allie and Amber have legs, and Dave comes and he was like, "Hey, I've always wanted to be a father. Can you impregnate me too?" And they um, were like, "Sure," and they were like, "But." We're actually we're out. We did that as a favor for the Mun people, so we're out of eggs. So Aaron and Dave hold hands, and then they start to have Mun sex with their butts to try to get him pregnant. I knew it was going to go here because it started with them buying condoms. <laughs> well, you got to practice safe sex, Todd. Yeah, it's Chekhov's condom. Yeah, yeah, Mikey, I get it. Like when you are trying to have babies, you have safe sex. That makes sense. Kar Karun starts crying again, and he. You know, if you guys don't remember, he's a blue alien from outer space. And he was like, I miss my home and I miss my people and I miss space. So it's nice to be back here, even though that the whole world's mad at me because I used to host a intergalactic gladiator show and everybody got mad at me because it all came apart and they marooned me on Earth. I legit forgot 40 percent of that. I forgot he was blue. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I remembered it and I want and I said all of that. So you guys are impressed. I am impressed. Very. And then Kate, you know, she was like, do you want me to help you feel better? And he's like, yes. And so she uses her psychic powers to just knock him unconscious. <laughs> you want to feel better? Then have a nap. <laughs> Amy and Amy and uh, Dreskel and Nathan are and are up in the space station. Uh, they got Jeremy with the laser eyes. Um, he has made he is sealing stuff up, trying to make the mun bigger. And also they have him doing some side projects where he's engraving their like different 
names and stuff and streets on the moon with his laser engraving eyes, uh, which is going really well. Kaylee and Jennifer with a PH are visiting Shining Donut, uh, where um, I forgot which one of them is in a relationship with Shining Donut. So this week it is Kaylee. And so Kaylee, actually, no, it's Jennifer with a PH. She's the one who's always been with the Shining Donut man. So he's like, I feel like the donut part of me is overtaking the human side. I'm really worried about it. And he then he squirts Boston cream and it almost kills Kaylee. And she gets stuck on the wall because it's super sticky of their moon cave lair. And she's like, oh, my gosh. So she runs off. She's like, I got to warn the others that shiny donuts, donut powers are getting weird. I don't love that because I met Jennifer with a PH at RTX and they were incredibly kind and nice and fun. <laughs> Yeah, Jennifer with a PH seems like a really solid person. Yeah. And that's why she's that's why we need to be really concerned about Shining Donuts uncontrollable donut powers hurting people. Right. That mind controlled gelatin filling or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jennifer PH finds Isaac and Isaac runs into the cave and he's like, There's only one solution, we've got to kill him. And Kaylee jumps in front of him and Isaac knocks her unconscious and attacks Shining Donut and he starts growing bigger, 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 and breaks open the cave and it's getting all weird and that's the end of the episode. All right. Oh. Well, I guess we'll have to find out what happens next week on another episode of uh, The Patreonicals. That's going to be it for us this week. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Keep it ookie spooky. Have an amazing week. Bye, Fin Diesel nerds.